What's up, everybody? Welcome to the More Than Tattoos podcast. My name is Chris. I am a husband, father, tattooer. Me and my beautiful wife own and operate Thousand Oaks here in Springfield, Ohio. And this is my co-host, Tim. And uh, we're stoked to be here with you guys this evening. And let's just fucking be real. We're going to talk a little bit about how tough being self-employed is, but also on the flip side of that, how beautiful it is and how great it can be if you stick it out, weather the storm, you push through. And I know that these past two years, being a shop owner has had some of the most challenging times that I've, I've really have dealt with. Um, I, by nature, am not a people person. <laughs> I am struggling really hard right now, actually. But... Uh, I think I think bringing tattooers on and and leading a group of people, a group of talented individuals, has been really tough. And after these two years, we've seen a lot of growing, and I'm really excited for where these individuals are, and I'm excited for what's to come. We're dialing up on the end of the year here, so kind of looking back. I never really like to ask, you know, what we've done wrong, where, what we could have done better, but it's, it's, uh, you know, what can we do moving forward to to improve, kind of thing. And I always like to kind of self reflect and, and look back because twenty twenty four, I want it to be fucking dope. I want it to be one of the best years I've ever had, one of the best years the shops had, the people in the shops had. And what can we really create that's going to allow that? Um, so what, what's, what's been some big things uh, for you these past two years working at the shop that's, that's uh, stood out to you? So I would say um, time management has definitely been a huge thing for me, like trying to tighten that up. And even at times, it's felt like perhaps the thing I have missed on the most, um, just because... You know, I love what you said. Being self-employed is very difficult at times. It's also very beautiful. And with that comes things like building your own schedule. And, uh, uh, you know, more specific to me being a content creator, if I wanted to, like, get up at 2 in the morning and, you know, do all my editing or whatever, I could just do that, you know, and I could, you know, schedule posts. And, you know, there's just so many benefits to how I can structure my means of making money now but you know the bad side of that is you know you can get really carried away with like how you spend your time and um you definitely fall short because like i'm used to uh you know you guys have heard but i came from factories and stuff like that uh you don't have someone right above you just like cracking the whip you know like you're the one that has to provide value to yourself to create something right um, and you need to know fucking when to work and when to play because yeah. you can't go without both. I think that that's also been part of the struggle for me is creating good boundaries, yeah. but it all kind of goes hand in hand with time management though. Yeah. Um, I know you've seen that meme that's, uh, you know, it's, I want to be self-employed so I can create my own schedule, but then the self-employed person's laughing like, no, you're gonna fucking work. Right. It's twenty four seven, three sixty five, and I, I think that I think that that could be true. But from experience, you know, having the ability to create your create your own schedule, really, what the sacrifice is is how fast you're getting there. 
Right. Like I could work 24 seven and I could speed up that timeline, but I have the ability to pick and choose and move at a pace that allows some freedom. Yeah. And then over time, being able to leverage, whether it be your income or your value is in what you're doing to be able to buy back some of your time. And I think that's what a lot of people see. And that's what a lot of people are like, man, that looks fucking good. Oh, but yeah. it's like the it's like the overnight thing. It's like, oh, I see you're there. I, I can have that. But they don't see the 10 years it's been put in, the five years it's been put in mm-hmm. to allow that. You know, what's your take on that? Well, I think that, you know, being is like a small business owner or an entrepreneur or self-employed, all those things seem pretty sexy online. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It seems very attractive. Um, but like you just said, that's really what you get. You're only getting like the outside and like the really sweet parts of it. When you see it, you don't see what it's like. Like I just said, time management. You don't see what paying taxes looks like or like even now you kind of have to understand all these uh, like legal <laughs> things to make sure you're doing everything right, you know, and there's just, dude, I could keep going. Yeah. I could just keep going. But, you know, you do see is like that schedule building. You see like seemingly free money coming in because they don't think like it's it's just so easy to see like, oh, I can do what you're doing, yeah. you know. Uh, whether it's tattooing or taking photos, I think taking photos gets looked at real hard like that. My one of my favorite memes or like kind of like videos of the last year was photographers putting this caption on their videos saying, uh, "quote unquote, all oh, your camera takes really good photos," and then it's the photographers just like staring at the camera, <laughs> waiting for it to yeah. take a photo, and it's like, yeah. They didn't take the photo, man. But, <laughs> you know, then the counter argument is like, well, anyone can pick up a camera and just take some photos and yeah. they come out good. So Sure. I try all the time. And for some reason, they still look like shit. <laughs> it's like, I'll be like, I'm about to take this sweet picture of Tim taking a picture of something else. And it just looks like a dog yeah. turd. Like, but, if you go uh, through my phone camera, it's just like countless dad photos. Just like blurry pics of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst photos of Katie. From like this angle. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, she hates it. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, but it's funny, you mentioned a minute ago, and, and I guess it just stood out to me because I've been uh, just preparing my taxes, and someone outside looking in, like, they don't see that. But it's funny because I see every bit of it. You know, and, and they can't relate because they have a W-2 job or they, they get taxes taken mm-hmm. automatically because they're on payroll. Uh, but, it you know, they think, oh, I don't, I, I, they don't see that, but, it's the fucking complete opposite. I see every penny that I give away to the government, and oh, it fucking yeah. hurts. Yeah, it, it does not feel good. And um, having been a W two person, I've told you this before. The biggest switch for me was like not getting a tax return. Yeah, because you could like, um, you can like set up on a W two how much the government's taken from you throughout the year, and the more you allow them to take, the bigger return you will get at the end of the year. Right, yeah. so course me just like being a single guy at the time like not really doing anything fucking take as much as you want because it feels so good getting to like the end of the year and getting like twenty five hundred dollars back 
just like it i don't know it just feels yeah. really good it's like it, a savings account kind of or something it is out of kind sight, of out of mind and then yeah. you're rewarded and yeah and then of course you get it and just squander it all you know <laughs> it's free money but really it's not. it's just not you know um that's a uh, w2 math yeah. right there is it's free money right yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that's one thing that uh, a lot of people at the shop will have a better go on you know because i think for the first five six years of my tattoo career i made like 10 grand or something like Mm -hmm. ridiculously low so i never really had to pay much you know but uh kind of moving into a place where like fully legit a lot of money goes Mm. out for sure you know and it's it's a it's a blessing in disguise because really I could I could not turn money money in and I would save maybe three hundred bucks on a thousand dollars. But on the flip side of that, let's say I turn that in, you know, and the mo- the amount of money that uh I I net, you know, I, I think the bank is willing to give me two or three X that amount of money, you know, to buy right. a home or to invest in a business or, you know, whatever that looks like. But when I'm just like putting it under my mattress, I'm saving it, fuck Uncle Sam. I'm really just hurting myself because I can't do anything besides right. like spend my money frivolously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think some people at the shop will definitely have a better go at it. Um, and are years ahead of where I was when I was when I was rolling. You yeah. know. Um, so so that's that's exciting stuff. I, I guess tax stuff, but yeah, um, and it's it's just part of the iceberg right yeah. you know because one thing i know that you've learned over time uh you know being self-employed means that you're the entire company right so to break that down you are the uh coo you are the cfo you know you're uh head of hr right you're part of the marketing team you know the sales team you have to do all those things and um you can't you don't want to miss on any one thing right yeah. um except for hr fuck hr you know <laughs> but uh you know sales you don't want to miss on that and to maybe relate that to the tattoo world is like you have to not only like be able to handle clients well when they're coming to see you but you also have to get people to come see you right yeah. um and you yeah. have to do so many different things in the business that's not just your one thing you know maybe you just like making little mugs and that's your business is you make yeah. nice mugs well then you have to take photos of the mugs and then you have to yeah. post them online and then you have to sell them and then you have to have tax systems in place and uh you know see i didn't i didn't experience a ton of that pressure getting started <clears throat> because it's just the shop i was in it was more of a walk-in style street shop style shop where there was always people that was kind of flowing in the door so i had my social media and i definitely utilized facebook facebook was really the tool that helped me get my business rolling um i definitely utilized that but i didn't have as much pressure for one my responsibilities wasn't so high and i didn't i think this was pre-inflation pre-covid obviously pre-inflation pre-covid i mean this was 10 years seven to ten years ago yeah um, I did have a kid, so I, I definitely had some financial responsibility, but uh, my means of marketing was sufficient. Facebook and then taking walk-ins in the studio. But 
with Thousand Oaks being more of a Thousand Oaks being more of a appointment only style shop and I, I definitely think it's a little more challenging and really as as the owner we don't have someone that does social media for the shop we don't have someone who makes posts for artists on the on the thousand oaks page everyone is kind of tasked with their own marketing you know and i think that it kind of plays into you know what i've always wanted you know because i i'm not i'm not naive people come and go and obviously i want whoever wants to stay for as long as they want you know but when they do leave i want them to be fully prepared to go anywhere on god's green earth uh, I don't know where that came from, but to be able to go anywhere and and pick up where they left off and have the tools to, to be able to do that. And there's been a lot of experiencing all those all those positions you're talking about. Yeah. You know? And uh, it can definitely be overwhelming, especially if you don't have a Tim. Right. Yeah. I'm the, <laughs> the one stop shop, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't there was no one on the team who got to experience me without one me with even you know even tim we didn't know each other prior to him starting so he's only even seen what it's looked like to have someone like himself right. on the team but i know there's a lot of artists out there that don't you know it's a huge responsibility you know and i, I think that maybe even dialing into some of the systems or maybe even some of the the tips or uh things that we've helped that you've helped people at the shop to to do to kind of help help with maintaining some of that stress or relieving some of that burden mm -hmm. uh could be could be good to talk about here um and then and then kind of circling back to last last episode you know applying patience as well because i think it's really easy to play the fucking comparison game with social media these days and seeing all these oh, fucking yeah. killers you know doing some of the best artwork that's ever been done you know, and that could be a whole whole tangent here, and maybe we'll do something after the episode. Um, you can tune in on the Patreon to catch. We, yeah. we, might, we might throw something up on there. But um, there's just a lot to it, you know. So right off the top of your head, maybe one one tip, two tips that, uh, you know, could relieve some of that, some of that stress, some of that burden. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, well, I'll pair this tip with a good book, Atomic Habits. Uh, I think just setting up good systems. Mm, that's a good book. It is so good. Um, but yeah, I think setting up good systems for what you're trying to accomplish. We were just talking about this earlier, like sectioning off some time throughout the week to do some tasks that we would like to do together so that we can be a little bit more prepared and um, a little bit clearer headed when we go to tackle some of the projects that we work on together. But, uh, you know, good systems aren't only good because they build good habits, but also for me has an accountability factor in it. And it's, it's, it's really powerful when I think that you have something that you can build accountability with on your own, because we'll say you capture content and you want to like make a video. So you need to have made time to edit that piece of content. Right. Um, if you just like put that on your calendar or something, or say like you run off a notebook, I used to love taking notes. Uh, I've kind of moved towards sectioning things off in my life, but um, you know, if you had relied strictly on your calendar 
if you just like put that on your calendar and as soon as that timer goes off, you know, have some boundary with yourself, you know, or just rely on your calendar. Like the calendar told me to do it. So now it's time to do it. You know, putting that kind of faith and um, like putting systems in place like that, I think are really good, you know, really good stepping stone. Yeah, at least you start to become aware of how much you don't put intentional thought into this. And maybe you just like, fuck, I haven't got any emails and now I need to post. But if you had a system in place, you would have just been posting consistently without um, worrying about if you're getting messages or not. There's a time for when you're replying to messages. There's a time when you're trying to market yourself, which is content posting on social media, or maybe you have like a big walk-in shop um, or like a lot of foot traffic. So I would say make sure you're making time to be at that shop and be open, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can, uh, whether you're like booking those people for yourself, maybe you're just like helping other people at the shop with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, at least you're in the environment and you're around others who are trying to do or doing yes. what you're trying to do. Yeah. You, know, sure. you said in the last episode that you work a lot better when you're in numbers, you know, and like with a lot of people that are like, yeah. fucking trying to get it. It's a power association, baby. Right. So, um, yeah, I think Atomic Habits, read that fucking book because it's so, so good. And it you talks can get about it at that. Target. Literally, you can get that motherfucker at Walmart. I saw it. <laughs> can Hardback, you? baby. That's yeah. It. Yeah. But, yeah, use systems. Set up some good systems. I think that's uh, definitely something that's helped me this last year. And, I'm, of course, I'm not perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's kind of like fucking startups. You know what I mean? You once you get all the little bits in place, you can always just go back to it and jump right in and start yeah. building from some sort of foundation. Um, and dude, there's so many fucking good references or resources online yeah. that can help you tailor uh, the best kind of systems for you, yeah. depending on what kind of goals you have. There's probably some really good apps to use as well, not just like time management apps, but also video apps that I'm sure that could make things easier for a one man, one man show. Mm-hmm. I know that we don't really use a ton of apps. I usually use Adobe premiere and a lot of, a lot of it in there. Well, shit. I just saw this video, uh, not too long ago where someone had taken chat GPT and they had downloaded some extensions to it. There was one that was like a cap cut extension for Google and then uh, Canva, it was a Canva app extension they download for Google and they told chat GBT to make them like a 10 second video about the stock market using the chat GBT or using fucking cap cut. And I guess it did it using that extension. And then it was like, okay, take that video mm-hmm. and then put text and stuff on it. That makes it look really good in Canva Jeez. and then make it for Instagram. So, Really, this guy that doesn't fucking edit videos at all just got like a 10 second video that I'm sure a lot of fucking people are probably going to watch because it's a hot topic. It's yeah. about the stock market. But um, I'd be interested to see what that looks like for like tattoo content because sometimes it spits stuff back that is like really yeah. f- floofy and like whimsical. And uh, but you know, you can again tailor Chat GPT or AI, I guess, in general to do anything exactly you want it to. So, dude, the tools that people have these days that they're, I don't know how viable they are. 
yeah. to use them. But people have, again, in a sexy way, sold this idea that you can use AI to really solve a lot of your issues the day in and day out. And it, it does help in some yeah. ways. We use it for some yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I was just watching... Uh, <clears throat> I was just watching one of the extras on the Honest Tattooer podcast. Uh, I signed up for their Patreon, and one of the first uh, clips they had was on AI, and they talk about how they use ChatGPT and and use it with MidJourney and to help really create solid scripts or solid uh, what do you call them? Fucking uh, like uh, dialogue or like transcripts. Yeah, yeah, just to create the imagery they're going for. But I was, uh, you know, even then, to me, that's really basic compared to what you're talking about. But I feel like I struggle a lot to use AI because I'm like, I don't want to put more than 20 words into this motherfucker. You know, <laughs> I spelled half of them wrong. <laughs> you know? Why don't you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You're giving me the same image. Like you're putting the same text in there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's, yeah, I think a lot of it is keywording, like yeah. coming up with the right keywords to give it back what uh, what exactly you're looking for. But yeah. in terms of being like a small business owner and just super generalized, I think, I mean, I don't know. I've not used a lot of it outside of maybe some creative things like caption building or um, like yeah. like transcribing text. Maybe or different f- thought processes on things. Yes. Stuff yes. like that. There's been a couple times, honestly, where I've like just not noted, like didn't know what to do in my life, I had like an existential thought or something or an experience or something I was in and I've used chat GBT to like help me with it. And it will yeah. give me some legitimate answers. But of course it's like scrubbing through thousands and thousands of Reddit pages to, uh, you know, find me that information. But yeah, yeah, it's still helpful, especially when you're in a pickle. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy thing to think about, you know, just that whole AI world. And, you know, it's AI right now is like the internet in 2001. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> it's going to fucking grow so big. And I've been working a little bit on my own time to to try to kind of catch that wave a little bit. But really, it's like phew, fucking over my head, Dude. you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. And I think it's going to be one of those things that if you don't start catching on to yeah. it, you're going to get products that are going to come out that are just going to give you their version yeah. of it, which... We're literally already in that because you got yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. Like you're already kind of comfortable and rely on like Apple's version of AI because who doesn't know Siri? Who doesn't yeah. know how to work it right? You know what things right now it's going to be able to give you and what it can't give you. So what's going to happen when fucking iPhone 16 comes out and it's just got this whole busted ass fucking AI in it? It's like, yeah. dude, Siri is amped up. Yeah. Like she can do everything now. Order yeah. your whole, which I mean, like Google Homes can already like order you grocery lists and shit, you know. So I the don't FBI know. is listening. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> always. But uh, but you you saying some of that makes me just think about some of the tattooers that uh, you know didn't want to play play nice with with marketing or Instagram or like doing the whole social media thing. And I think right now more tattooers are feeling the sting from that than ever before. I don't think the industry's ever had to be its own marketer. Like no one's no one's had to do that for themselves. The shop was just there. People are googling the shop. They're following this the Facebook page, and they're they're just going to that shop 
because it's the one that's close. Yeah. Uh, but right now we're in such an attention filled world. Like there's so many people can competing for that space. I don't have to go anywhere. I can just pop on my social media and just shop for different artists right. that do the style that they want, you know, or style that I want. I'm not just going into random places. So you're not able to capitalize on that just flow of traffic anymore. But like, if you're not doing that and, and I think Facebook and Instagram is almost becoming a thing of the past, you know, and what we've, we've bit, talked yeah. a lot about recently with like Google ads and pay for clicks and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it just made me kind of think of that. Uh, it's been a hot topic lately. I've seen that on a few different podcasts. So what, uh, I mean, what wins have you had this last couple of years, you know, since we've gotten into this new building and, um, but kind of past all the, the big chunks and stuff and we're kind of hitting this summer, you know, where things slowed down just a little bit. Yeah. Um, what are some of your bigger wins? Well, big, big wins with the shop is, is really having people start to take off. I think bringing, bringing on tattooers and kind of having the responsibility of getting them from A to C out of Z. I mean, there's a whole fucking journey ahead of them, but, uh, seeing some kind of growth as far as network finances. I mean, that's, that's really all boils down to is like, can they fucking live? <laughs> you right. know, and I mean, money makes the world go around, really. Um, so, you know, so getting getting some uh, artists in there to a point where, okay, they're they're seeing they're seeing some and you know things moving out. You know, they're they're able to kind of get their life headed in the right direction. They're getting some awesome clients. Uh, that that's been a huge win. But then for me personally, it's being able to buy a fucking home. Yeah, dude, I've been renting for ten years, five, six different places. You know, uh, having a kid on top of that, moving around, being able to buy a home, and I know that you self-employed people know that's not easy. Yeah, you know, right. And and majority of you tattooers probably can't even do it right now, just because we've been on the pirate ship for so long. You know, but putting my foot down, identifying a goal, and then just going all out with saving turning in money you know trying to be legit and then being able to get approved for uh the home we got approved for us is really like a dream come true and i kind of discredit it sometimes a little bit because i'm like well if it's not a dream home it's pretty fucking close because you know we we talked about the dream home that's boat big ass dock right. with the lake <laughs> fucking monster yeah. windows overlooking this huge blue you know that that's the that's the real fucking dream home. And that might be closer to retirement, em empty nester kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know. But the house we was able to get, beautiful. Kids love it. Yeah, it's it's a pretty ideal home. Good school district. It, it's pretty ideal. And that was fucking huge for me. And then, boom, back to back, we, me and Katie got married. And, uh, you know, that's something we... We were engaged for like eight years. Like she's been wearing a <laughs> ring for a long time, bro. And when we originally talked about it, like the goal was to be able to have like a pretty baller wedding. You know, in mind was like the traditional style wedding, you know, to where we could have a super nice event and, and, and not be just something that 
because there's a lot of people especially over the years said just do it you don't need to do nothing big you don't need you know so much to the point where even even mentors in my life were saying like dude i don't even think about my wedding very often like just just get Mm. married you know that's what's important just get married but in my head i'm like man if i'm gonna do this once like i want to fucking remember it yeah you know so we put it off for a long time and then finally we were able to to make it happen you know we went we went the route of me and katie we went out to glacier national park it was fucking beautiful just me and her no kids no family which it's kind of a bummer but it was totally worth it man it was it was surreal we think about it all the time we got multiple pictures in the living room and it was just oh six days no kids it was it was beautiful uh so being able to 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 do that back to back get a house get married Mm -hmm. it was it was fucking real nice you know and that's definitely huge wins for me and now i'm kind of okay now that's and and it it's not the greatest mindset to have but i'm i'm thankful for it because it keeps it keeps me moving forward you know like i've hit a check i've I've hit i've hit a big goal like what's next on the radar and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the season i'm moving into here um but that that answered your question right was there any more to that was no no i thought that wasn't i mean buying a house and getting married that's (laughs) Fucking yeah. pretty good wins, you know, and uh, I, you know, I was curious because <clears throat> you said mentors in your life had told you that they don't even really think about their wedding, but I obviously know you. Um, uh, you, if you're gonna do something like you said, do it once. I'm gonna fucking remember it. How really did you guys come across, you know, the glacier thing? You know, was it like, like you know, I want this to be special for us. Yeah. And let's do something maybe a little bit different. Social you know? media. Really? Yeah. Social media, Instagram. We found, uh, Katie found this girl. Uh, I think it's the, Unchanted Charters on Instagram. And she just elopes people, but she just got pictures all over the West Coast Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Montana. The, you know, uh, I think I said Arizona. Basically, that whole side of just the beautiful Midwest. Yeah, and she just had a list, very detailed, very laid out. We didn't have to plan shit, which was nice. She just asked a few, us a few questions and orchestrated it all. But she just had a list, and out of everything, that's just the one that stuck out to us the most. Hmm. And funny story, we were at the we were at the whatever building it's called where you get your marriage license, and I. And I knew that, okay, Yellowstone's in Montana. And, you know, the lady was like, you know, what made you guys decide here? Usually people just look at a photo and, and decide. And I was like, well, yeah, bitch, that's what we did. Right. That's, you know, I've never been here. That's, that's, and I was like, well, we just watched Yellowstone and Montana. And she was like, oh, no, don't, don't tell anyone that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, don't don't tell no one that. Like, the like they're rivals or something. It's both Montana, but I guess one Montana's huge and Yellowstone's on one side, glaciers on the other, and it oh. felt like a fucking rivalry or something. And I was just like, man, what a what a bitch, right, you dude. Know? That's you have like two very beautiful places <laughs> in the same area, and it's just like automatic rivals. Yeah. Like, what? Come on. <laughs> like they're like they're competing for the tourism. But they're also resentful of the tourism at the same time. Right. That's like the vibe I got. I was like, okay, that's kind of funny though. <laughs> you I know? mean, uh, yeah, whatever. It was it was funny. Side tangent, but uh, 
But yeah, it was just Instagram, man. It's a powerful tool. Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, that's, uh, I, I mean, you see people do it, and I think it's cool yeah. because I, I was just in a wedding. I was a groomsman in a wedding, and it is always beautiful to go to those things. But dude, I was just because that's I'm the kind of person that I would love to just go hiking through mountains, even yeah. if I'm not getting fucking married. It just sounds epic. Yeah. Um, you get to see like such beautiful things and seeing some of those photos that you guys got or whatever, mm-hmm. just like fucking unreal. Yeah. It was, like, it was awesome. It just, it seems like a not real place. Like, did it feel that way it, when you were it there? It felt fucking surreal, bro. For real. Like, uh, yeah. And I, and I, I know we talked about it at one point, but I can't remember if it was one of the episodes we decided to, to, fucking chalk chalk yeah but uh yeah you guys gotta sub the patreon to get all the extra shit yeah yeah, it was (laughs) it was it was beautiful i mean breathtaking you know but uh yeah we we want to go back you know i wish we could go tomorrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) right right that's Uh, what those uh where you're gonna get that ranch house in the mountains you was talking about (laughs) yeah well and the craziest part about it you know because we're talking about business being self-employed and uh once we got there it was like nothing else mattered didn't really have service anywhere like we couldn't do business nothing else mattered now getting there was a challenge we missed our flight it was my fault (laughs) i thought katie was about to leave me right there in the airport i did oh that's fucking Uh, funny you know we stayed we stayed in we went and got a hotel room for a few hours because our flight was later that day we found another one later that day but we just stayed and she she went up to the room i went and got breakfast <laughs> i gave her like an hour two hours to you gotta like do it. decompress you know um and you know i was like yeah we can get there 45 minutes early no big deal we walk in Little did we know they quit checking bags for flights 45 minutes early. But there was also, like, 50 people in line. Oh, So fuck. we were, like, within 10 minutes, and they're like, nah. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a terrible time. But we made it. And when we got there, we got there at, like, it was, like, 3.30 in the morning. The car rental mm. place usually closes at 1. For some reason, they were open, and they had one fucking car left. That's beautiful. It was crazy. Thankfully, because I would have been in a world of shit if we had to sleep in the airport. You know, <laughs> you know, I would have put myself in a world of shit. Yeah. You know? um, but once we got settled in, we had a nice little cabin. Uh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then flying back, and this is this was the whole point of the story right here. We crossed the bridge over Kentucky because we flew back into the Kentucky or the Cincinnati airport, which is in Kentucky. Don't make no sense, but <laughs> uh, we were driving over the bridge coming into ohio and as soon as we got in ohio i don't know if it was just because i drove there so many times for business purposes or but it's like it all fucking flooded back man Mm. it was like immediately just started thinking business like on my way home like i'm like trying to stay off my phone to to like handle shit you know and it's like flip of the switch right back right back to it you know and i couldn't help it it was just back to the grind do you have you like thought on what that was like as far as like why that yeah. flipped the switch no i i mean if if we're we're talking about habits here you know you mentioned atomic habits there's cues there's like triggers that will trigger a habit you know like 
one, for instance, I smoke cigarettes for a long time. I eat food. That's a trigger that makes me want to smoke a cigarette. Right. Even even without smoking cigarettes anymore, that still triggers that. You know, so I just think seeing familiar places, having rode that same road, you know, headed past uh, Centerville, you know, kind of mm-hmm. areas that I've worked, I think it just triggered it. I think it just it, it cued that habit up, you know, and it just kind of flooded back. That's really all I think it was. Do you think there's a way for you to like, cause I dude, I relate so much to that. Um, but it's like, I don't fucking go anywhere. Um, you know? So I wonder how there's like, uh, it's, it's just funny that I, cause I had this thought, like as soon as you get back to Ohio, like as soon as you hit Ohio, it's almost like a bubble, like yeah. a home, you know, or, and I had never thought about it that way. Is like, is it, is it like a bubble around where we live? That is in, you know, if we are to go on vacation, we're like able to really let it go because we're so far away from where we feel like we're capable of doing those things. Or maybe it's like we go out and be like, okay, I really need to just let my life exist back there for a little while so I can do this and like get something new to take back with me. But, um, I don't know. It, thinking about it that way, like Ohio's got this little bubble or where I guess I live has this little bubble around it that um, I'm just always trying to like um, move too fast or I can't smell the roses. It's got to be something I'm doing. Like, again, talk about habits. I'd really just kind of thought to myself, maybe yeah. there's a habit that can be fixed or worked on um, that... I could start feeling and seeing some better progress. Yeah. Um, Cause again, we never wanted to come out here and just say that we're the fucking dudes. Uh, and of course I'm not like fucking drowning in my life right now yeah. either. Right. So what's, um, what's like one habit? Like what's one instance you're talking about? Like one scenario where this, where this is, is happening. I guess it would be like, I guess maybe this is on one of those chalked episodes we had, but feeling like I'm spinning my wheels out, like I'm not making progress and I'm just like, it's almost like I'm thinking too hard about the amount of progress I want to do or like, oh man, this next thing I'm going to do, I better have like this much momentum that comes with it or something. Um, And then just like feeling like not doing it because the results aren't what you want. Or something like, for example, like just posting. Because like the last couple of weeks, or I would say like maybe last week in particular, we posted a lot on social media. Um, and sometimes that can feel like it has a lesser return. Yeah. So, it, you know. Well, and that was, that was, that was what sparked for me. Yeah. It's like someone whose job is social media. You research social media a lot. You know, and like when you're researching social media, you're not stopping and analyzing posts that fucking don't do anything. You're like constantly looking at shit that's popping off. So you're seeing these inflated numbers. You're seeing these, you know, hundreds of comments. This stuff stands out to you because this is what you're trying to duplicate. Yeah. But not getting that would for sure make me feel like that for sure. Right. Like the wheels are spinning out. It just isn't happening for me. How can I make this happen faster? You know, but I think that there's a lot of people that feel that a lot of young teens young adults 
graduating high school, going through college, they're feeling that same fucking thing because Instagram just, you see people shine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one part of this podcast that we really want to not harp on and not seem daunting, but like talk about the realness of it. Talk about the fucking struggle victories. Talk about the, the shit we're going through in the hard times because it's easy to get on here and like, look at us. We're looking good. Pat my ego, make me feel, you know, Mm -hmm. But to be like, okay, ego aside, have some humility. Like, this is what I'm going through. And it's fucking yeah. tough, you know. And and hopefully, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. Uh, now, we don't want to be all fucking that way because our lives are really blessed. And there are a lot of upsides and a lot of beautiful things that happen. But it's I keep coming back to that meme. It's like... 24 7 365 mm-hmm. you know it's not a career it's a fucking lifestyle and right and that can almost sound cringy but it's just like how else do you explain it when like dude i was never worried at fucking you know the middle of my day like my time my time i was never worried about those boxes getting fucking filled or yeah. you know those trucks getting loaded and shit like that when i'm at home because i was just an employee yeah. um but I also never thought about all the beautiful things that have happened in my life um, while I was on a W-2. And there's so many people that are like fucking elites at saving their money when they're working a W-2 or, you know, they're doing really good at the um, the company that they're at. So they get to make those things happen. But I got to say, me at a W-2, working at someone else's company... Um, I struggled to make beautiful things happen in my life, you know, but now that I'm here and this is kind of where I was like heading with it is like, um, yeah, it is 24, seven, 365, but how can I like fucking make sure I'm getting those like memories too? Cause dude, me and you know, like for business owner to business owner and like, I'm not a father but I know that you are and you've shared with me. It's like, you know, missing moments with your kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you're not even thinking about it. Like it's, it's, it's heart wrenching afterwards. I'm sure to really settle on that. But, um, but how do you fucking, is there ever going to be a sweet spot? Is there ever going to be like a, a fucking, uh, you know, I, I'm hitting my groove. I'm finally feeling like I'm like doing all the right things for my business I'm doing them all at the right times. Um, I've got patience on lock. Like I feel good about like, maybe I'm not blowing up on social media, but you know, I'm happy with what I'm doing, but I'm also like making really astounding memories at home or in my personal life or hitting some personal goals too, because I don't know about you, but I've got like categories of goals at this point, like multiple um, that, Maybe when I started out with like just trying to get better at life at the beginning of this whole journey, it was just work. I was like, okay, this is all I got to focus on. I don't need to look at nothing else. But now it's like with that, the beauty of being self-employed, I've just opened myself up to so many more ideas like like streaming. You know, I I remember being a kid like fucking 15, 16 years old and just seeing like YouTubers and stuff play video games and it's just like having a good time and they're uh you know they've got communities and you hear about their like getting paid and all that stuff just to do what they love and you're like i fucking want that but w2 fucking make you forget all of that like 
like so far from like forgetting isn't even the right word you like remember it but you've deleted the possibility completely out of you um so i guess i just have so many like goals now that i'm open up to that they have categories and my only goal isn't just work now like i've got like personal goals that i actually care a lot about now because i've opened myself up to um caring about them like legitimizing them you know and validating maybe that's a better way like i validate some of these older goals that i have albeit they might not be the same goals other people have and they definitely might not be the same goals that other people have for me you know uh but trying to find that sweet spot like wonder if there's ever gonna be a sweet spot where i feel like i'm doing all of these little goals justice well i think i think the comparison game is for sure the thief of joy you know but at the same time there are instances where i'm beating myself up feeling like i'm not progressing but then i have to stop and look at majority of the people i know and and compare to that versus what i'm seeing on instagram or some of the top influencers you know some of the people in my life that that i know hands hands on you know and slap some gratitude on it because they would maybe kill is not the right word but they would do a lot to be in the position i am you know and then also remembering the gary v you know his his take on it. he's like oh you're not 30 shut up you're just a kid right <laughs> like, you know you got such a long life still and to think about it you're not wrong if I'm if I'm shooting for late 80s early 90s I'm fucking not even halfway there you know and some of the mentors in my life some of the people I've worked with who are mid 30s late 40s early 50s who are still striving to hit goals that I've hit mid 20s late 20s that's like okay I got to fucking stop beating myself up I got you know I got to listen to Katie when she says I'm working too hard, you right. know, and, and try to focus more on, on that stuff, you know, because I definitely have missed those times with kids and I don't want to miss that stuff anymore. You know, I, one of my biggest reasons for doing that side venture was I wanted to have another one. I wanted to be home, you know, cause I miss Logan's first steps. I missed our first words. You know, I mean, I mean, we're, I work six days a week and I remember Katie calling me right at eight o'clock and like, Hey, are you off yet? Like I, I need you to get, come home. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, fuck, you know, making crumbs, making crumbs compare in comparison to, you know, um, today's standard, mm-hmm. bringing the 300 bucks home. Yeah. We, you know, which is still could be decent for some, mm-hmm. but in today's world, if I don't think anyone wants to settle for $300, I don't think you can before tag, you know, before taxes right yeah <laughs> making like <sighs> making like 175 225 215 uh after taxes yeah. you know? it literally adds up to like fifteen thousand a year yeah which is <laughs> you know, crazy uh rough times but i think i think thinking about some of that stuff and, and trying to bring some gratitude back into things definitely helps with that feeling you know, and I, we have worked hard, man. We've put in our hours to be able to leverage that that time, which I think is 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 big. You know, some people want to put that time before they're able to, and then it really fucking ignites that like anxiety, depression. 
you know, uh, discontent, like all that shit could, you know. Um, so there is a period of time where you got to go all in and make sacrifices. Right. But I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I remembered what you asked in that and then I think I hit it on the head. Yeah. I mean, just coming up with better habits for gratitude, I think would be the thought there. Mm. Cause that's, that's what's difficult is like, or I guess maybe for the way that I work. And like I said, the tip that I gave is like good systems and building yeah. good habits towards that. Cause systems I think will eventually build the habit. Yeah. And then now that you have the habit, you kind of forget the system even exists yeah. right? because you're just doing it. Of course, like, you know, your shit's on the calendar or whatever. Um, but just like some sort of better habit, like what are the habits yeah. for gratitude and well, gratefulness? Depends on, depends on, uh, what level of discontent, anxiety, depression you're dealing with. Dude, I remember riding around in my vehicle and I would have sticky notes taped all over my dashboard saying dumb shit smile you know be happy you're just like i am good enough stuff like that i had fucking sticky notes all over my dash i felt mm. like a crazy person <laughs> but you can go get a dry erase marker put that shit on your mirror yeah. i mean you could set alarms on your phone you, you could you could fill your life with gratitude if you really wanted to there's all kinds of opportunities for that all right so um if you guys have you know, stuck it out with us this far. Just want to take this small moment uh, to tell you guys we appreciate you. Very grateful to even be able to sit here and that there are some people listening to this because the response we've gotten so far from the episode releases have just been awesome. You know, um, we've had clients reach out telling us what they think of it. Um, you know, fellow tattooers, friends, family, and, you know, that always feels really good, and that's a big win for me. So just wanted to say appreciate you guys and drop uh, that we do have our website now, and we do have some merch. So um, if you if made it this far, you fucking need a shirt. Right, you right. Need you need to go get a shirt because um, you've hung out with us through some shit, you know. Um, but it was good, you know, getting, a, getting to spend this first couple episodes uh, um just kind of telling people where we came from and uh, how they met us and stuff. For me, honestly, it's just been nice reminiscing. Right. You know? Yeah. Good memories, and it's we don't do it. Uh, we don't do it a lot unless we're trying to like use it as an example towards like a topic we're trying to talk about at the shop or something. Uh, but really, getting this opportunity to all right, Chris. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about what we've been through. Yeah. <laughs> it's Actually have like, some intent behind the yeah, conversations. Right. <laughs> it kind of feels like a start out like therapy a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> but it was good. And, uh, um, I'm just really looking forward to, uh, now that you guys are all caught up to where we're at and where we've come from, what's coming for us. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, like I said, 2024 is going to be awesome. And I'm really grateful for the artists we do have at the shop. Taya Maxwell, Grace Ecker, Dylan Caldell, Becca Paoli, my beautiful wife, Katie Vanoy, Katie Powell. It's been a long time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, Katie Powell, she does awesome eyebrows, permanent cosmetics. But I just want to say thank you to you guys you know, for being a part of the shop and 
uh, helping build the culture that we're trying to create and live into. And yeah, I'm just yeah circling back to gratitude. I'm just super grateful. Life's good. Sometimes I beat myself up and, and kind of forget that, but it's it's good. And we're excited about where we're going. So moving forward, we're going to try to be loosey-goosey. We're going to have some fun topics, try to keep the entertainment value high, and and try to just create create a vision for where we're going, what's, what's going to be happening, and bring you guys along on that journey and hopefully inspire, encourage, while also being inspired Mm -hmm. you know so really appreciate you guys i had one uh maybe one thing that we could each share before we kind of tie up this uh getting caught up with the journey series uh at the beginning of this what is something that you think would be really cool to do with this show doesn't have to be like crazy or um or anything like that, but what's something you just think would be cool? Well, I, th- I think that uh, a lot of times we get caught up in our own bubble. You know, uh, Springfield's not a huge city. You know, I think that it's easy to not really know what the rest of the world's like to what other people are up to besides mm-hmm. what you see on Instagram, but connect people with uh, all walks of life, tattooers, business owners, people who are just going somewhere i think it would be cool to have them on this podcast take it all over the country all over the world you know Mm -hmm. at some point um bring all kinds of people over to my basement where we're recording this right (laughs) (laughs) it's a nice basement at least you know (laughs) sounds cringe but it says chill yeah yeah but uh i think i think that's that's it really you know and I, i want to broaden my own horizons and i want to experience new things and uh mindset and just ways of being that yeah i don't know you know um so that i think that's for me that's really where i would like to take it and uh you know i don't know i'm still working on creating that vision you know this the whole podcast scene's pretty new to me mm-hmm. but uh but i like the voice that it gives people because it's 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 all bullshit aside, straight from the horse's mouth. You know, right? You're not being filtered through any middleman. You're not letting anyone else shape the narrative. It's like what the people think, mm-hmm. which I think's dope. I, I think, think so cool. too. Right. Something I'm really excited to maybe making happen. Um, you know, I come from a music background, so when I was younger, it just always seemed like it would be so cool to go on tour or whatever. Um, now I know you can do like mini tours and there's like promoters that set all that stuff up for you. But I think it'd be cool to do like a little circuit, like a little yeah. like show circuit with this and just, um, you know, ex- pretty much for the same reasons. It's just connect with people that I otherwise wouldn't yeah. online or something. Um, or I guess I shouldn't say maybe not online because I'm assuming the people that would show up for those shows probably know us because of online s- sources or whatever. But um you know, just actually get to see those people in person, you know, to maybe uh, do a couple of episodes at some conventions coming up this next year or something like that. And maybe kind of funnel that into doing like a mini circuit where maybe we go to like three or four places that are like bigger places and maybe it's at a convention or maybe we like rent out our own little like Airbnb uh, it up. 
I could right. do it at someone's tattoo shop. Fucking see? business. I mean, the yeah, possibilities are endless. That would be so sweet. I think going to someone's shop in particular would be super cool. Like maybe if we had planned out like four or five, maybe six different stops where they're like yeah. in this like tri-state area and we're just like, bam, 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 yeah. bam. Be yeah, so, so easy cool. to travel with a table and mics, a couple chairs. Oh, set yeah. Set up wherever. Be so um, rad. That's dope, man. I think that's doable as fuck. Mm-hmm. We just got to keep showing up and yeah. just stay consistent. Just like all of us, all the business owners out there, you just got to keep doing the thing. That's right. Uh, where they say the only way to fail is to give up. You know, Damn. so appreciate the shit out of you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. You guys have a good evening. Peace.